Welcome to Talent Blazers. I'm here with Emily Hare, Talent Acquisition Leader at Laidos. Emily, welcome. Thank you so much, David. It's great to be here and chatting with you. Tell us a little bit about Laidos. Yeah, I um, it's really funny, but this is actually a question that a lot of people at Laidos really struggle with. Um, we're a science, engineering and technology company, which sounds very vague, um, but really we've kind of, we do quite a number of different things. In Australia, predominantly we're known as an IT provider who work into federal government and defence. So what that typically means is going into really large scale, complex IT environments um, and helping our customers with things like modernisation, managing their environment on an ongoing basis. Um, but really what it is, is actually delivering critical systems in infrastructure um, for our customers. So, you know, for example, for the Australian tax office, um, we manage a lot of the systems that see them delivering critical services for Australia. Um, the space, the image actually around us is a really good example of um, our environment. So, you know, quite often we do a lot of bespoke software development. It might be really niche things for, um, for defence customers. And so we have these great centres where we can actually bring our customers in, show them the work that we're doing or, you know, the build that we're working on for them and collaborate on a range of um, really unique and, and challenging kind of problems um, and delivering, I guess, solutions uh, within that context. And the role that you play at Laidos? Yeah, so I'm a talent acquisition lead here. Um, so part of the, the talent acquisition team and the broader HR function. Um, I've been with Laidos for about four years now. So recruiting both um, some of our technical portfolios, but then more recently in our corporate portfolio. Um, but really our team at, at Laidos is responsible for everything from kind of EVP and upfront engagement with our candidate market, all the way through to the onboarding experience for our new staff. Um, and that takes um, them all the way through to kind of their probation period. So first six months in the role kind of falls within our remit. And uh, you've moved to video. Um, you're a highly regulated environment. What have been some of the challenges <laughs> um, you, you've had to overcome to introduce video? Yeah, so many. Um, so, yeah, I think um, if I can kind of go back, you know, a little bit, when I first started four years ago, um, we were just post um, quite a significant, you know, global merger acquisition activity. So, um, you know, one of the challenges is that we're, we were a brand that no one's really ever heard of. But also, you know, we are in the defence and federal government space, which means we're quite a conservative organisation, you know, where um, our staff are quite often really nervous about what they can say about what we do in a public domain. So we had a lot of, um, I guess, pushback from managers or a lack of comfort around, you know, A, being on video, um, sharing video in kind of a, a public forum, but also just some, you know, really practical challenges around, um, you know, being part of a global organisation. We don't actually own a lot of the platforms that these types of technology are anchored to. So, for example, you know, YouTube platform, that's not owned by Lighthouse Australia, it's managed by a US, you know, headquarters. Um, so that really created some challenges and some really strict parameters for us about how we actually introduce technology within our business and then certainly from a video perspective. Um, but also just being in a really secure environment. Um, so, you know, quite often we see really cool videos from other providers where they're walking around an open plan office and kind of engaging with different people. You know, straight off the bat, we realised we couldn't do that because of what you might be able to see on a computer screen or, um, you know, perhaps presentations that might be taking place on the floor or, or those types of things. So. Yeah, a few little challenges and parameters around being a conservative organisation, you know, highly structured and 
um, and secure environment. And then also, you know, that level of comfort around what's commercial in confidence and what can we share in a public forum. Wow. So how did you overcome those challenges <laughs> to be able to roll out a, a video strategy? <laughs> yeah, look, I think for us, it was really about being pragmatic and looking at the quick wins. So, um, you know, if you're facing a business who's already a little bit nervous around video content and being involved in video content, we really quickly realized, okay, you know, getting hiring managers involved in video, um, videos up front is probably not going to happen for us. So what are the ways that we can actually start to really embed video in part of our everyday life and our, our processes here? And so that's what we did. We really focused on um, developing video content that was going to tie in with things like candidate experience and onboarding experience. We knew that post-merger four years ago, that it was a really terrible experience. You know, um, our application processes were really cumbersome. Um, the way that we communicated with candidates was, you know, pretty poor, um, not super engaging. So we really looked at those as some of the immediately obvious quick wins for us. And so we've started to really embed video in a lot of our processes. So, you know, a good example of that is to really humanise the recruitment process. So when we invite candidates to come in and interview with us, they receive an email response, but in that email is embedded a video that actually tells them exactly what to expect in the interview process. So what types of questions are we going to ask you? Who's going to be involved in the interview? Um, what do the next steps look like after that and the timeframes that you should expect to hear from us? So it means that they've got a really good level of engagement and comfort um, at the point, you know, the very early point in the process before they've even met us. You know, other things that we've done from a process perspective are also um, really putting a personal touch on some of our locations. So again, if you're coming into our corporate head office in Melbourne, in Scoresby, it's quite a big corporate business park. And so it's not kind of immediately obvious, you know, where to go. So one of the things that we did was actually navigate you, you know, you've just driven into the car park, you've parked, you're ready for your interview. And then we actually walk you into the office building so that you know exactly where to go. Um, the other things we're really looking at embedding video into, um, I guess, our, our whole onboarding experience. So from the time that you sign a contract, you start to receive content from us really regularly after that point. And that could be a personalised welcome from the CEO, um, or it might be a video, you know, talking about our values. So we really looked at, you know, what are our parameters? What's our problem statement? And what are the kind of quick, easy wins that we could implement tomorrow that will start to have a really significant impact on, I guess, humanising, you know, LIDOS, who we are and, and what we do and, and what it's like to work here. Sounds like you've uh, really worked around the process to be able to embed video to improve the candidate experience. If someone was considering introducing video and they were in a highly regulated environment, what would be your number one tip or two to be able to uh, convince the executive team or even users that video is an important element that can, that can help the candidate experience? Yeah, look, I'd say definitely go for the quick win. So there's always going to be an opportunity that, um, is not going to create a burden of work for the manager. So if you're getting that resistance early up front, show them um, the ways that you're implementing video that requires no, I guess, input from them initially to get them really comfortable with you know, the concept and then seeing video um, more recently. But then I'd also say, um, let the experience do the influencing for you. So, you know, what I mean by that is one of the other things that we implemented was a first day welcome video. So for new starters are about to start perhaps on, you know, the next Monday, on a Friday or a Thursday, we might send them a text message video that says, hey, you know, we can't wait to have you start. Here's all your first day details. 
Um, and it was actually, it's not us taking that to the hiring managers and saying, look at this great thing that we're doing. Quite often they'd hear about it through the candidates themselves after they started saying, wow, that was so amazing. Thank you. It really settled my nerves right when I needed it. Um, so I think having really positive feedback and experiences from you know, candidates or from the business, from the people who are on the receiving end of the video, actually ends up doing a lot of that influence work for you. And then you gain momentum in that excitement and it makes it easier to then go, great, you know, how about we get you involved next time and, and you do the welcome video with us. So I think um, those little wins really start to pave the way for progress. Well, thanks for sharing the tips and thanks for joining us on Talent Places, Emily. Yeah, anytime. Can't wait to um, hopefully reconnect with you guys again in a year and, and have more to talk about then. That would be great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. See you later.